Part of being a parent and, and regular, we're a little bit, we are a little bit ourselves, a little Meshuggah. Because we will always automatically give advice to our kids, even when we know that they're not going to listen. Right? It's a good example, right? She's like, I'm smoking weed every night, and that's giving me the munchies, and then I'm gaining weight because I'm eating all the stuff. What should I do? If she had one drop of sable, she would have come up with, hey, I got an idea. Stop smoking the weed. Right? So first of all, they can't because they're in pain. Second of all, isn't it obvious? Anything that's obvious, don't say to them. Yes, if they're driving their car and they don't realize that there's a wall, you could say, uh, there's a wall. Maybe they'll listen. But if there's obviously a wall there, what are you adding to the picture? So when you tell her, and then if you be so careful because it makes them feel like you people don't understand. Right? They say, I have a big problem. Oh, so frustrating. I keep on gaining weight from all these pretzels and potato chips and popcorn that I eat after I smoke weed. What should I do? What am I going to do? It's such, so so easy, but it's so obvious, but it's so, don't do it. It's so easy to say that. Um, I, maybe she got that on the weed. <laughs> Genius. So we have to get used to this. Never, 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 never give them a solution. First of all, it's not going to help. What did she tell you right away? Oh, thanks, Ma. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Smoke less weed, less munchies, and I'm thinner. Woohoo! Huh? She always asks me for advice, and I don't want it. She's always asking me, okay, should I wear this yeah. shoe? Good. This you have to look at every single time that she asks you advice as an opportunity to fix the part of her that's broken. If you don't know what's wrong with them, you don't know what to fix. If you think it's psychiatric then you're going to be giving them advice and logic and explaining to them, no, I'll explain to you why. When you go to the family bar mitzvah where everybody's tzanuah, you're going to feel more comfortable not wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> if they're retarded, then that would be very true. But if the reason that they're acting with sugar is because of emotional cancer, their emotions are broken, so repeating the logic that their part of their brain knows is just going to frustrate them. So what was her response when you said, I think you should smoke, smoke less weed? I don't think I could do that. So look at the damage. Right, but look at the damage. You showed her that I don't trust you, right? Like, I think you could just smoke less. She's smoking to save her life. This is her chemo. This is her, her numbing of her chemo. This is, right, this is, she's doing it because, and, and she's saying, you know, I have these terrible migraines, and I take these two migraine uh, medicines every six hours, but it makes me hungry. And therefore, I'm eating a lot and gaining weight. You would never say, right? You would never say, oh, so maybe you shouldn't take the migraine medicine and have a migraine. So we have to be so careful. We're not able to think so deeply every time they come to us with another fakakta, crazy, sugar idea. So you have to get used to the following concept. you got to get it ingrained. This is training. You ready for the training? Whatever they say, you say, what a great idea. She says to you, Mommy, I don't know what I should do. Should I wear this and that? You're asking me? You have much better taste than I do. I always ask you what I should do. You always try to answer the question in a way that's going to fix your problem, which is boosting the peace inside of them that's causing all of this, which is their self-esteem, their self-worth, their sabrachimkeit, compliments that make them smile. I do it to my own kids. By the way, I don't do it as a spiel. I try every time. My kids always say, okay, Ty, I know. Like, everything is like, you know, he's like, you have time now? For you, I always have time. Every response is what's going to make them feel more love from you, that you understand them. And as soon as you give advice, first of all, 
They're never ever going to listen to your advice. By the way, in case you give advice, and she says, oh my gosh, what a great idea, tell her about Shabbos, and sneeze, <laughs> this is the moment you're waiting for, kashros, and, and life, and school, and getting married, I mean, just get it all in. This is the Shabbos HaKaisha. Right? Oh wow, what a good idea, she stops smoking weed. Huh. Most of the people don't get it. Most people don't understand this, but we understand this. So they're not going to accept the advice, number one, because your advice is, is for a normal person. It's not the advice that they need. This is the part of us that, that we're parents, and we just like always say the dumb thing, you know? There's like a list once on a website, 20 dumb things that parents say. Like, if you break your leg, don't come running to me. <laughs> you know, they have like a list of like these things that we just say. It's like program. So you just want to go ahead and, and, and give the normal, hello... No, no, no. These kids, 2 plus 2 is 7. It's not 2 plus 2 is 4. It's not going to work for them. But when you don't when you don't give them advice that they're going to listen to, you didn't just lose that you didn't help them. You hurt them. Because you're showing them that my mindset is so different than your mindset. You're showing them how, how, how twisted you are, how broken you are. Right? Because, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. I have to get up tomorrow for my job. It's like the third day in a row... <laughs> It's so hard. And my boss, he's so mean. Right? He wants me to come like every day. And he doesn't gets angry at me. He's such a mean boss. He doesn't let me smoke every ten minutes for ten minutes. He's always down my back. He's so mean. Always gotta like listen to everything he says. He's a tyrant. I don't know what to do. It's ten o'clock at night. My friends are having fun and, and, and I don't know what to do. Uh I got an idea. Comes the brilliant parent. And, uh maybe 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 you should go to sleep. Huh? You get up, you feel good about yourself, you come on time, your whole day will be better. We turn into this like mashkiach of yeshiva, you go to shluf and tzayt, and then you're going to get shmak, and then everything's going to be gefaldik, and you're going to love your boss, you'll see, you'll see that if you're rested eight hours a day, your boss ends up being nicer to you, and you get tolerate more, and then, and then you're going to save up a lot of money, and you're going to be a great solution, they have so much money and you start planning things and you're going to go on trips and vacation you're going to buy a boat you're already like you know a million steps and the kid looks at you like my friends are going out it's like don't you get it it's a done deal it's a done deal by the time you wake up from your schmooze you open up where are you he's already here smoking up on the beach with his friends till 6 o'clock in the morning and they come back oh I can't believe I miss work again yeah Again, every day for the past three days, and you only got the job three days ago. Every day, I'll start next week. And it's a brachin, they're not bad, they're broken. So when you give advice, when you give advice that doesn't work, you cause damage to them. They feel like I'm different than these people, these people don't get me, they don't understand me, right? And they're irrelevant to me, because they're telling me, and, and you want to know something, we're all making fun of them? Are we that different? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, every normal yid, who has a problem can go to Chaim Kanievsky and he will give you advice on his level, right, what you should do to be saved from your problem. And you'll walk around the same way. You'll walk out of there the same as your kid. You'll walk out of there, you won't listen to a word he says because you're not holding by it at all. You're not in his, in his world. You're not in his world. He's going to tell you, oh, so you're struggling with this mistake? Okay. I think you should be Messiah to Sefta, Sifri, Sifra, Medish, and whatever, and Talmud Babylon, Yushami. Every month, 
I think his problem's going to go away. <laughs> Mamish, you're going to feel like, oh, I really know what my kid felt like. <laughs> like, what? No, but I just wanted to know what to do. Well, take off your watch and then and, and think and grow a beard and then think. There's a family that called him up from here. So we have a problem with the kid. He said, you should move to Bnei Brak. How can I move with eight kids from Flatbush or five from whatever it was? To Bnei Brak. Well, my son, I don't know how you could not. He's the God of Adar who told you to move. But I'm saying is, imagine if he would tell you the Tikkun for your problem on his level. You know how much the, the Gedalim have to like, you know, come down to be practical. You have to give them something we can do. Right? That's what someone asked them. How can you tell people to grow a beard, to take a wife? He said, they, they need Yeshua's. I'm trying to give them something that I feel that they can do to earn it, you know. Because we can't do what what, what we really need to do to be misakeing our souls, our neshamas and all of that. The big tzaddikim, they, so many stories, they did surgery without any anesthesia. They were they were able to... We can't do that. The mouth. There's many stories like that. We can't. We can't. We can't do a root canal. Imagine What should I do? Um, it's an atinus or whatever, and I shouldn't have a root canal. And he would tell you, oh, during the root canal, just chazer over shas. You know, I, I think it's a school of babakama and chulin. You should just chazer over shas ma'isa. And, and it could be it's true, but you're gonna feel like you're kidding. You're gonna be like, whoa, whoa. I'm, okay, dude, I'm out of here. Give me novocaine. <laughs> What we're doing is not practical to them. If it was practical to them, they wouldn't be broken. And if they're not broken, then you don't need this whole twisted stuff. You could talk to them normal. You could talk to them normal. You can give them normal advice. So the time that they that you give advice and they accept it, wow, Baruch Hashem, you can move on. But we're dealing with kids who are broken. And what's more important that you can't lose is that you never give them advice and you show them, wow, that's really a big problem. Yeah, it's true, you could solve the problem with your kaitas. You don't have a problem. You know the problems they come up with? You know the problems that they have? Of course you have solutions for their problems. Right? Because it's so dysfunctional. It's so dysfunctional. Big problem. This girl didn't want to take birth control pills because it makes you fat. Yet so does getting pregnant. <laughs> big problem. Are you going to go tell her that? Is that going to help? I have a boy. This boy has a big problem because he's dating three different girls. Right? And and now all of a sudden they ended up in the same night. Big problem. So you're going to come with your brain, of normal, tired brain, and you're going to give a solution? No, I, I think you should date one girl at a time. Thank you very much. You, know, like, you can't heal their problems. They can't function well. They have a functioning problem. And before you go down to try to give advice, you're going to be on their level, and, and you're not going to be at the Galen Kaimai, you're never going to be on this Makai because they're so dysfunctional. But what's foolproof is compliments. So when she says that, you say, Oy vey. sympathy, empathy. There were times in Home Sweet Home I did not have an answer for a kid, and I told him, I just want to tell you one zach. I just want to tell you one thing. You're not alone. You're not alone. You could say this even more as parents. You have a mother, you have a father. Shefla, I don't know. I, I, I know that you need the weed. And I know this is a big problem. And I know, I, I'm gonna, oh, I just want to tell you, you're not alone. I feel your pain. And I'm with you, and I'm going to try whatever you want. You want to, whatever you decide, don't give solutions. Get this in your noodles. No advice, no solutions. Number one, your solution, they're not going to be able to do. Number two, it causes rehook. It causes distance. They feel like, these people, I can't relate to them. They can't relate to me. And then they go out to their friends for advice, and oh, you don't want them listening to them. Okay, so no advice. First reaction, 
compliment. Wow, you're asking me? First of all, wow. It's amazing. I always ask you for advice. This is a big problem. Wow. I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm with you 100%.